Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. It's a new year and you know what that means. Absolutely nothing. Things are going to be pretty much the same, probably worse. Yes. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello. And welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as lateralizing hypertension and Happy New Year, so I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, what's been going on with you with all the holidays going on? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know what you were doing. I just said, hey, and then you were saying, hey, I was trying to just just meet your energy. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's why, so I asked, you know, what. Hey. Hey. Yeah, so I said, hey, but, um, you know, what if, I was just asking how the holidays have been going for you. Oh, they've been going pretty good. Lots of hot chocolate and staying warm by the fire with blankets and, you know, yeah, the old, uh, you know, praying to the general and all those things. Your normal kind of holiday family stuff. So, uh, uh, yeah, so praying to the general is that in reference to the, to the sort of intel that we have about. Anyway, uh, that's fine. Um, listeners can go back to a different episode if they need. To. Uh, also with us is DJ Dylan the House. <sighs> Happy New Year. DJ Dylan the House. Happy New Year. <sighs> Did you turn the house? actually um well we you know sometimes we find ourselves losing sponsors and so in instead of a guest we're gonna try to win back some of our sponsors so that's i you know i really hate the framing of this you know it's like i don't you know these these aren't ex sponsors. They are they were sponsors who were special to us for a period of time, but mm-hmm. nothing lasts forever. Nope. Yeah. You know. Well, so and like one of the reasons you didn't see them as your ex when you were living in that moment. You know. Yeah. They but... meant a lot to you, and even though that's over, it's okay. And to say that you lost them is to say that 
honestly, it is to say you would be a different person because you're asking for a, for different circumstances to happen in your life. See, yeah, but so this is, I guess, to to compare it to having an ex. This is like if you, um, intentionally got rid of your ex for no reason when the relationship was great, and then you just botched the relationship for no reason at great cost to yourself personally and that was what needed to happen in that moment to be who you are today we can get back to that but uh before we move on i would like to address a bit of listener feedback Uh, so this note um i found (sighs) okay so so there's a snowman outside the house and the snowman appeared to be holding this note in its stick hands. And I, so I guess he's a listener? Anyway, so the note reads, quote, If his cancer was getting free, you should have told us sooner. Now it's loose. End quote. So I, I guess, let me repeat that, just because it's, it, it gets confusing to me. If his cancer was getting free, you should have told us sooner. Now it's loose. Yeah, he's probably got some friends or family. The snowman who's had cancer didn't realize it was sort of, you know, out there spreading around. So so normally, well, f- first of all, to this listener, this snowman, I guess, uh, thank you for reaching out to us here at the Jock Talk podcast. Uh, so whenever someone is cancer free... That means that they don't have cancer. Yes. And that that's that's really that's all it means. It doesn't Oh, okay. So I'm cancer free. Yes. Yeah, for, as far as we are as far as we know. Yeah. Okay. So you it you think it's okay for me to go around telling people that I'm cancer free? Yes. Okay. No. Cuz it is you're saying it is true. I am saying that it is true. But to, you you know you're right to point it out. If you say that you are cancer-free or you're a cancer survivor, normally you would have had a previous diagnosis of some form of cancer beforehand in order to make that statement, uh, you know, bear bear more weight. And socially, it it would come across as you have been diagnosed. Are you you telling me that I'm not cancer-free? No. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, okay, Cameron. I don't have insurance because I withdrew from it at the I, beginning of the year because I wanted to put all that money into a soda machine that I bought. I really shouldn't have done that. Okay. It's going to make way more than insurance. And you're still, you're still going to call that a soda machine. Oh. Because just because you... You can put drinks into it and then drinks come out of it. Doesn't make it a soda machine. I really miss when I was cancer free. Oh. Okay. So anyway, so to this listener, um, being cancer free, you know, that doesn't mean that there there's some like loose cancer on the prowl or something. It just it just means that you you don't have cancer anymore. I should have clarified that. You know yeah, I mean it's not like a, it's not like a creature running around, but it is a contagious disease, and that's this is one of the reasons that we wear masks and socially distance is because you know 
cancer's on the loose. Okay, but no, no. So it's actually the 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 reason why we wear masks is because there's an airborne, highly contagious virus. But it's not, it's not a can. As far as we're aware, it's not a cancer causing virus. Although who? Although chronic inflammation, chronic irritation can lead to cancer. But in any case. Um, thank you to this listener for thank you to the snowman for reaching out in and I guess I guess you didn't really have much of a choice your your arms are kind of stiff there uh, but now for today's medical topic acute respiratory failure acute respiratory failure results when there is inadequate oxygenation of blood or inadequate ventilation which is the elimination of co2 or both so this is a large topic that has a number of causes so I will try to be brief in my explanation here Uh, So one basic principle behind this concept or behind this condition is the concept of ventilation and perfusion. So ventilation. How about about maybe to save time in this segment, because there are so many causes, is that in the background while you do this, I'll list all of the causes. Uh, Of of acute respiratory failure? Uh Did you study up on this? Do you know? I did. Yeah, I took a class on it, actually. Okay. Well, okay, that's great. Um, Yeah, so you'll have your... If you could do it kind of softly, though, because, of course, I have yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because I want to explain the physiology of it. So uh, ventilation refers to one's ability to breathe air in and out from the lungs. And perfusion refers to the circulation of blood within the lungs. Can be caused by breathing in. A, um, a ventilation. Kind of like a boat. Boat smells too much. Sort of, you know, the smell when you're sitting on, like, a dock or, like, a boat. Are you, are you asking you me? Sniff if you smell that too much no i'm listening i'm listing this quietly okay. in the background for the listeners i'm not i'm not speaking to you at all i'm listing things that can cause you know acute you know respiratory yeah um, failure failure syndrome right so uh, a ventilation perfusion mismatch also turned vq mismatch refers if to you drink dr pepper when part of a lung is able to ventilate without blood flow Um, or is able to circulate blood flow without proper ventilation can can cause it so Um, the general criteria to define acute respiratory failure are hypoxia with the oxygen arterial oxygen less than 60 millimeters of mercury hypercapnia with partial pressure of co2 greater than 50 um, um, but only if you saw it in the original so Cameron, I'm not sure if... order, which is different than the DVD order. So, so excuse me, what's up? So it's my understanding that people listening to podcasts don't like to hear it whenever people are just talking over each other the whole time. So, I'm. Well, we're saving time. This is well. Also, DJ Dylan. Okay, so DJ Dylan, maybe to make this easier on the listeners, can you split? Me and London's audio, so one is in one headphone ear and one, the other is in the other headphone ear. Yes, I think that would that would help, right? I, I that don't way they think... can choose which one they want to listen to or how it's supposed to be intended. Listen to both at the same time and learn both things. It's like speed reading. I, I, you know what, DJ Dylan, do what you would like here. I yes. I'm just going to keep... So just pan our audio into opposite opposite stereo tracks? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, so I'm just going to keep going. And I'm so sorry to our listeners if, if this is problematic for you. 
So clinically, a patient will present with shortness of breath and possibly cough. On exam, they if may be unable to speak in complete sentences. Pets.com back and in the also day. Remember Pets.com? It was like a big, like, uh, they may also have like tech uh, bubble, and that's that's increased kind of like of failure story. So if you bought uh, anything from there, that's you're probably you've definitely been you exposed to cyanosis, as indicated by parts of the body failure. turning the color cyan or blue, or they may have impaired mentation. Um, uh, diagnosis can be confirmed via arterial had, like, gas a breakfast or burrito. analysis, which can show um, hypoxemia, hypercapnia, and altered pH. If uh, chest it had any sort of chest can also be helpful. As can bronchoscopy with bronchial or any sort of potatoes or any sort of meat or any sort of eggs to treat. Or if it was on a tortilla, your focus unfortunately there's a higher chance of you will try to keep the oxygen saturation over ninety percent. Uh, when it comes to mechanical ventilation, the most important. Um, if you saw a long came uh, poly, include using high positive so and expert. There's a part at the PEP, the very end after the PEP, credits, rather, and if um, you stayed for volumes, that, uh, fluid management. This only only in on the theaters with fluid it, overload. It sort of had like a fun interactive avoid, component to it, where it would sort of like spray this glitter on the audience at the very end, whoever stayed. Lastly, that glitter is extremely toxic. Uh, two so, are preferred over uh, really, nutrition. you know, if you were there, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry, Cameron. The, What's up? Was was some of your and because I wasn't listening to you because I was busy with my own lesson. Um, what was one of the things that you just said that you know because you were there, as in like, well, who are you talking to? I'm talking to people who might have been exposed. So, like, for example, in the last one I was saying, at in theaters, at Along Came Polly, years ago, when that was in theaters, if you stayed for the after credit sequence, all the way to the end, there was an interactive, like, crowd feature where they would, like, spray glitter on the audience. That glitter is extremely toxic. And that's one of the causes. You're, I'm you're sorry sure. for trying to tell our listeners about this. And you're sure that that's a cause of acute respiratory failure? Yes, How, according to the class that I took. Wait, what? What? What class did you take? Uh, I mean, it was online. Uh, okay, so and that's your, so that's not. What, what was the class called? What do you mean? Well, it was called. It was just, you just go to, en.wikipedia.org. I'm just doing the exact same thing you do, and you hit random. Okay, so so you didn't take a class. You you found, you went and searched Wikipedia for. Okay, well I well I, I paid someone eleven hundred dollars an hour. So, to to do what? For the class, you like I guess to get credit. Trust me, I always think like, especially since most of these classes are online these days. Kind of like, what am I exactly am I paying for? I'm paying for a teacher to to grade my google searches okay but uh you know sometimes you get in this day and age you still got to get a degree so yeah uh, okay we, we can go ahead and you know move on from there i guess all right uh so cameron um as you know we you know we, we've we've lost more sponsors this year we, we've we, oh. we hardly had any this year honestly compared to the year before and 
I can't help but think that part of that might be your approach to our sponsors. Well, I mean, what do you do? You even know what my approach is? I feel like you're not even involved in this process, really. That's true. It's mostly what you've told me about the process that makes me think that that your approach is off. Well, okay. What have I told you about the process? Because I don't really remember most of that stuff either. Your approach? You don't remember it? Yeah, because I've been, I've kind of, I've, I, I don't, I don't keep track of things. I hate to admit that. Yeah, which is, it is kind of your job to keep track of it. So, okay, so um, for our listeners, what Cameron does is he will go exploring. He will call it going Mm -hmm. exploring. He will uh, go get his his rattiest clothes, which, uh, and I don't, that's not like some turn of phrase. It's a clothes that he says would most benefit rats, would, would most fit rats. Um, so they're very small and grimy and are covered in rat Well, feces. and So he will put on I, these clothes. You know, I learned from the experts, and the expert in this situation would be Aladdin, also known as a street rat, who wore rat clothes. That's, what, that's why his clothes didn't fit him properly, because they were made for rats. That's your understanding. Okay, so, so in any case, so, so Cameron wears his... I mean, even street rat isn't the like it's just rat clothes. But he, so he wears these clothes, and then he goes out uh, to. Well, he calls it the wilderness. It is mm-hmm. just the uh, sort of. There's a park nearby. He goes to the park. Yeah, and it's a mall. It's like a mini mall. Yeah. Well, and there's there's sort of this uh, closed. Uh, there, there's this grassy area. Whenever I say park, it, it is it is. Cameron's right. It is enclosed within the mall. There's this sort of nature area of it. And so he climbs through, digs a hole, and he he constructs what he calls his nest. Um, and he, you know, he keeps stirring it around, uh, bringing in, he, he goes to the different places near the, the different vendors. He'll ask for a cup of water. Mm-hmm. He'll bring it back. He'll pour it, stir up some mud. Go over there, ask for another cup of water, and, and maybe this gather sticks on. along the way. Yeah, yeah, and so Cameron will do this, uh, f- fill his, you know, get get his pit going, uh, and that is that is what he refers to. He says, "Got to get my pit going," and yep. then, um, and then he'll those sticks that that we were referencing. He builds his nest, as once again as he called it, uh, and then he'll put up a flag this is the only part that he seems to prepare beforehand is he does have a flag and he'll put that up and the flag has a you know it's a banner that reads uh looking for sponsors and it's just a lot of typos well Uh, and it's the don't tread on me snake too yeah yeah so it's yellow with the snake but it says you know looking for sponsors yeah and so people will walk by and Cameron will swipe at their legs mm-hmm. as they walk by. He'll he'll scramble out, sort of like um, like Gollum from uh from Lord of the Rings, or it's well, Cameron doesn't like the comparison. Uh, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, they're different. I don't even know if they've ever met, but they are. I think they're cousins. Right. So so Cameron will in a Smeagol sort of approach he'll 
he'll kind of scramble out on all fours. Not even... I feel like Smeagol has... Like, more clothes than what I'm wearing. Yes. Yeah, Smeagol does wear more, but also Smeagol uh, will lift him his torso off the ground, which you don't bother to do that whenever you crawl. I just, no, it's dragging for the most part. Yeah, so, so you'll swipe at legs, and if you catch a leg, then you pull him into your pit, and you, you hop into your nest, and you, you call yourself king, and... Whenever, if they if they ask king of what 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 do you mean and you're like you will say king of this nest look and then they will be trying to leave and and so this and that's the part that you call networking um mm-hmm. and then nest working yeah yeah oh nest yeah that's right see i guess it's one of those things where like you have a word that you always you you have a, a term that you understand all the time, and then whenever someone has a slight change to it, you don't always notice it. But yes, nest working does make more sense in in a way. So, mm-hmm. so you will do this. You will have your nest. Ooh, except you're wrong, Doctor London. This is not what I do. You have my process entirely wrong. Okay. I don't. The people. People's feet that I swipe at, and then I pull them into the nest. Yeah. Those don't end up being the sponsors. Is that what you were about to suggest? Yes. Well, like that it was the first step they, in the process. No. They call the security guard, and then I pull him in, and then I ask him if he knows anyone who would be a sponsor. Okay, so... so at- and that's all of our sponsors and most of our guests come from this process. So it's mostly security guard at the specific mall. Is it the same guy every time? It's their friends. It's their friends. Is it the same guard? I mean, it'll be different guards depending on the mall, the park in the mall. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So it's because I was going to say it's all the same mall. It's just which park. Okay. On different sides, different days. You know, some people only work holidays. Yeah. Okay, so in any case, um, Karen will find people. I guess, yeah, long story short. Yeah, I'll find them um, usually $50 for tampering with the nest. And I'll find them $150 if they try to steal any of my sticks. Yeah, which your finds are just written in mud that you write on their faces. Yeah, but I I at, I attach to that their face sort of like a Polaroid of um, my handgun. Yeah. So I don't. It's not a threat as much as it is um, just sort of a bragging a prod. I, I guess say bragging right is. Yeah, just sort of saying like what I have. Yeah, I have. I can afford a gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, so this is Cameron's process. So. It's for that reason that I'm suspicious of a lot of his sponsors and, you know, a lot of sponsors he brings on and it might be why some of them are suspect. It might be why we lose some of the sponsors as well. So this is an episode dedicated to those sponsors that we lost and to try to bring them back. That's, you know, we, they, they might be a little sus, but you know, we do love our sponsors, no matter how sus. Yes. So. 
how sus they must. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, we can, um, if we want to get going, let's just play a clip. You know, we're how gonna sus they must be. Play a sponsor, um, and we're going to just, you know, make make our appeal, I guess. Well, and what I love about the, the this new sponsor of ours is that it's from a field that we've never seen before. We've seen, everyone's heard all these ads for like, you know, domain hosts and, you know, uh, you know, food delivery services or yes. stamps or whatever. But this is the first of its kind. And we are talking about a new form of time that you can buy today on this podcast. I'm sorry, a, a new form of what? A pastime? Did you mean? Like a new. Are you tired of the Gregorian calendar where it's like March, September, February? Are you tired of 24 hours a day, 60 minutes an hour, 60 seconds a minute, blah, 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 blah? That's the old well, that's... way, Dr. London. The new form of time that you can learn about for only $49.99 is a new form of time called lunchtime. That's right. You're thinking, wait, I know about lunchtime. That's the time of day that I eat lunch. And you would be absolutely right. But lunchtime as a time, as a concept, is a new binary form of clock. I. So you're... It sounds like a confusing product. Wait, this isn't... This is is a new form of... Aren't you tired of looking at the clock and being like, 9.20... Two? What does that mean? Four thirty-one, huh? Now you look at the clock, and it either says lunchtime or not lunchtime. That's it. Those are the only two things you know from here on out. So, so there's only one. It simplifies everything. Why do we have all these complicated mechanisms? Have you ever seen inside of a clock and how complicated that is? Yeah. You know what's way more simple than that? way more easy to understand and maybe maybe isn't such a you know this this kind of like difficult entry level for everyone to just figure out but is actually intuitive it's lunchtime it sounds like basically it either is lunchtime or it isn't lunchtime and that my friend is lunchtime and this is not they do want to stress this is not a novelty clock like one of those clocks that says like that at right at 5 p.m it says quitting time or you know, fish in time, or something like that. That is not this. Because it also barely this is sounds a complete... like a clock. It just sounds more like an alarm almost, because it's just one time of day. Well, it does come with a clock, but it's not like one of those clocks. It's more like um, is it analog or digital or? Ooh, I would say somewhere in between those. It's some. It's somewhat like a um, like it kind of like a. It's like a laser tag type of set. And you have to wear, you've got to wear like your chest and your belt pieces all the time. Kind of like you do when you're playing laser tag. And then it'll zap you and it'll say lunchtime. So that sounds like a, like a more, I guess, annoying alarm, but it still sounds like an alarm. It's Uh, not an alarm at all. It's a, it's a true reconceptualizing of time itself. And for $49.99, not only do you get the laser tag clock set, but you also get Books on how to retrain your brain to learn about this new form of time that's so much simpler that's going to save you so much time. We, it, it comes with training courses. It comes with uh, video series, Blu-ray discs. 
Even you could there's even an option for extensive surgery, Dr. London. Surgery based on lunch time. It's taking the part of your brain that thinks in time in in 60 second increments and changes it towards uh, thinking in more of a binary simplified version. It either is lunchtime or is not lunchtime. Uh, Well, I mean, if they're paying, you know, $50 and they're getting books and training videos and things, then that, you know, that, that does sound like it could be at least new knowledge. So that's okay. That's something. Um, and I think what's great about this is, you know, you're going to end up saving so much time because you in in normal life, how much time do you, how many times a day do you think about the damn clock? You're like, about the clock oh, itself? it's 435. I guess it's 25 minutes till the end of work. Then I go home at five o'clock and my commute is going to be 45 minutes long. Yes. But maybe I can have dinner by six if I get home and put it on there's my food on the pot for 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. You know what this new world looks like, Dr. London? Oh, hey, it's not lunchtime. I'm going to go home. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take, I mean, probably a lunchtime's amount of time to get over there. Well, And then ho- hopefully when I get home, because I'm pretty hungry, hopefully my clock changes to lunchtime so I can finally eat. So it's, so you're, you're waiting a lunchtime's amount. So there is a, a measured amount of time in there. It's not just a, anyway, I, it sounds, you know, hopefully it sounds like people are, will be getting a physical product whenever they pay. So that's, yes, they will. That, that is a step up from some of our previous advertisers. But what they're really getting is a change in lifestyle. All right. Well, thank you. And what was the name of lunch the time? Oh, lunch. It's lunchtime. All right. Th- thank you to lunchtime. All right. So that was our sponsor, Lunchtime. And and what? The body modification specifically, the specifically the brain surgery. They they ran into a lot of ethical issues. Um I, I don't want to disparage them because of course we want them back. But I do just want to be honest with our listeners and say that you know, whenever they referred to the body surgery, the, the body modifications, it was brain surgery to disrupt one's yes. perception of time. And we didn't address that in the ad in part because I didn't I didn't want it to reflect so poorly. What if what if my assumptions or understanding of it were wrong? Well, and because we started to explain it, but the section that I had recorded was too loud. So we had to take it out. It was hurting people's ears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you were yelling. Yeah. I mean, you were you were saying like, they're trying to take over your brain. Well, yeah. And because I, I wanted people to know. Yeah. Just, but it was just too but, loud. So we had to take it out. In any case. So, yeah. So so they they have run into some funding issues, which. You know, that might be, Cameron, why they stopped sponsoring. Like, I thought it could be something about your management style, but, you know, perhaps it is. it was solely because of their their ethical problems and their the botched surgeries that... Yeah, I don't know why this is being blamed on me so suddenly. Yeah, I just... It's one of those things where 
just there's a history of our sponsors being like you trying to get rid of them it seems and this it seems like that was not the case today it seems like really oh okay you're the type of person to hold someone's history against them you don't you don't believe and forgive and forget huh when you're in business with someone and you know they're for forgetting ah i okay nope forgetting will result nothing more to say that's uh you see this as a business relationship oh yeah what i get it what did you see it as no nothing not just the you know the kind of person who anytime you have a nightmare and you need someone to read you a bedtime story to go back to sleep you know you call me but uh, you know i didn't realize you do that with business associates okay well because that is you know to be fair just so it's out there like that is a business of that's a side hustle of yours well yeah having people call you to have a book read yeah well and you it's, only have three books correct yeah, well yeah so yeah clockwork orange um jurassic park um and a million little pieces which is the oprah book that was a lie from that guy right so I'll, you know, it'll be the middle, I'm, I'm just thinking in the middle of the night, whenever I wake up from a nightmare, what's the, what will come And hillbilly down? elegy. Okay, yeah. Oh, you added a new one. Okay. Yep. Well, okay, so you're I saw expanding. the trailer for that movie and was like, oh, I have to get it. Well, you know what? I guess, you know, to our listeners, this, this is another spot. Well, it's not a sponsor, but here's a free advertisement. Cameron does this business. Middle of the night, you have a scary dream. You can call him up. He will bill and your insurance. I just go straight to your insurance, so you mm-hmm. don't even have to worry about payment or anything. Yeah, because because as you emphatically argued in Congress, this is a medical procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, do you want to do you want to move on to the next clip? Sure. All right. As long as you acknowledge that them leaving was not my fault. If anything, if anything, it was DJ Dylan's fault. Nope. Hey. And look at look at DJ Dylan's face, and you try to accuse him of something being his fault. Impossible. I'm. You my, can't. Nope. The thought hurt whenever it tried to happen for a second. Yep. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on to the next one. This is a dating app specifically for mediums. It's called Medium Meetup. Okay, and to clarify, this isn't like the size of clothing they wear. Mm, I d- actually don't know that. Okay. Because I haven't asked the clothing size of our, of the people on the site. Okay. But the, this is for people whose profession is a medium. People who, who speak to the dead. People who, who can uh, access the spiritual realm. Right. And, and speak to people who have passed. And Fortune tellers psychics so it seems like okay so this is specifically for mediums to meet other mediums yes and i guess that that would be a big thing for them to have in common okay and one of the one of the coolest things about this new dating site is what would you guess the the url of this site would be mediummeetups.com nope Eh, wrong okay try again medium meetups app.com nope uh 
medium meetups. Okay. Okay. Dr. London, you're already wrong because it's not a URL at all. Okay. It's a state of mind because these are mediums, right? They can, they can access the spiritual realm. They can speak to people on the other side, but they also can communicate without speaking. Sure. Just like I was doing earlier to you when I was describing the, after dark after dark concept oh, and because i wasn't a me- so i feel like you're confusing the term psychic with medium for one thing so you're you weren't a medium yeah you also weren't a psychic you couldn't because a psychic that's that's the classic idea where it's someone who can push you know thoughts or feelings or whatever into someone else's mind whereas a medium is like you said communicating with the dead unless you think that one of us is dead than that I can't guarantee that on either of our parts. Okay. Okay, so anyway, so they these these mediums yep. communicate. They use the app. There's no app. Oh. They use the There's no website. They use their powers to communicate with each other and then say, Hey, we should go to like I mean, do you like Domino's or Pizza Hut? Well, I you know I was raised with Pizza Hut, so I guess that's what I prefer. But I, you know it doesn't really doesn't bother me as long as it's not Papa John's. And he's like, well, actually, I like Papa John's. I would say that's maybe my favorite. Why do they? Why do they need medium meetup at all? It sounds like they. This is just how they communicate anyway. It, basically, what it does is it uh you pay for the service and it gives you a secret code. So then, in their spiritual world or wherever, you know, you're hearing all these different voices. They're able to just zone in on the secret code okay. that's someone else using the the site. And it's not a site. Nope. So is there one person who's just one medium who is creating this code and pushing that thought out there? Or is there a dead person doing That's what I'm... Is well, this... to get the code, you do have to download an app. Okay. So there's one part that's that's an actual physical thing. When it's like a series of apps. Okay. Because you have to download the Medium Store first, the Medium Play Store. That allows you to access all the apps in the store. And then from there, you've got to download the Medium Meetup code generating app. And then you just use that app. Yeah, so it's really just two. Okay. Well, it's, it sounds... And then it gives you, it generates a code, and then you just think about that code really hard. And then other people start popping up on your little grid or whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, admittedly, I, you know, I'm, would not, I'm not, I wouldn't claim to be a medium. So yep. I can't really speak to how this technology would affect a medium. So with that in mind, I guess we can just be thankful that they chose to sponsor through us. Because I guess maybe some of our listeners are mediums and this is a great way to, yeah, to reach them. I have to think a huge part of our listenership is mediums. Yeah. The primarily children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's right. Sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that he seemed like more of an exception maybe, but maybe that's just normal. Yeah. Once again, I don't know enough about this to speak to it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's no one was questioning that, okay. Dr. London. All right, well, I guess... People might not believe in ghosts, but they at least believe in your incompetence. <laughs> okay, well, um, 
Okay, anything else on the ad copy for medium meetups? Um, it says to not look up the CEO. It says don't Google him. Okay. I so to our And his name has been blacked out, so I can't. But it says, like, don't look into the company. Don't investigate it too much. Don't think about it too hard. Just download the apps. That's a, that says that in huge letters. Okay. So that's an old cat. Okay. Well, to our listeners, please, you know, follow that. It sounds like you wouldn't need to look it up to... If you're a medium, I'm sure you're already maybe tertiary, like have some awareness of this app. So um, thank you for the to our sponsor. So that was, you know, a great sponsor. They were very kind to to join an advertiser on our podcast. What? So it seemed odd to me at the time that they chose us because i mean cameron you don't have any history of being a medium correct uh i mean i definitely was when i was uh you know maybe a little bit a little bit lighter <laughs> you know I, I if i lost a few pounds i could probably go back to being a medium yeah so okay well what? this is that's the same joke that i made in the clip that we just heard yes yeah yeah and well the joke that i made for in any case but yes um that's that's not the the issue to which i was referring uh but the you know people who can speak with the dead so i'm wondering well first of all and this is really to our listeners i guess who looked up the ceo who who looked up all the details in this company because we got blowback yeah and and it's 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 just frustrating because like there's one condition one condition don't look it up. We Isn't told y'all. Hard? We tried to warn y'all. But the second you did it, your IP address was tracked. Mm-hmm. They knew it came straight from this podcast. And like yeah. London said, they blew out our backs. Mm-hmm. They While we were sleeping now, in the middle of the night, they took baseball bats. They beat mm-hmm. our spines up. Mm-hmm. And now my back is killing me, Dr. London. Yeah, and mine feels great now. I think they hit it just the right way. Ugh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, very frustrating that they that they broke in to do that because I did have to, I didn't have to replace the lock, but like I, I I, I'm thinking about replacing the locks anyway. Okay, well I'm permanently injured, but sure, yeah. I'm sorry about your locks. Uh, I I accept your apology. So, anyway, to our listeners, uh, the the other issue that came about not just the um physical uh beating is that now cameron and i are both haunted and uh so so that i could not speak to the dead before now i don't just to make a point but they do speak to me now um i don't know cameron have you had the same issue because it seems like deliberate them setting something on me yeah i mean how can i put this the the reason you have this ability is also the same reason i don't it was kind of a trade you feel me wait so i thought it was just a punishment for uh our listeners looking up the company details it was it was a punishment on the person who looked up the company's details and then that person um maybe sort of passed it to you in your cereal cameron were you the one who looked up the company details like was this you 
there it's impossible to know you you allowed me to admonish our listeners whenever you were guilty of the crime and again it's imp- it's impossible to know fully because of um sort of the way you know glo- global warming has affected all of us in different ways you know yeah so <laughs> Okay, well, you know, long story short there, now uh, my great aunt, who, like, I I didn't know. I, I don't have a reason to know. Like, I we didn't, uh, like, even that side of the family, or that part of the family didn't really talk as much. So, like, I have no reason to talk to this person. But now She's they're... hitting you up. Yeah. She, and it's, is she it's asking all... you for stuff, or is it just, like, to chit-chat? It's it's mostly it's it's the worst option, which is chit chat. She'll she'll pop up and be like, "What's that about my phone?" And I'll have to explain to her technology, and she's like, "Well, I don't understand." And I'm like, "Well, then, I why are you ghostly appearing here?" Because I have to re-explain it every time. Yeah. She she. And so it's not like there's unfinished business. It's mostly just to be, just to ask just to about like what's going on in the world. Yeah. And like she, she has such a terrible memory that like, she, every time you explain it to her, she she comes back again and is like, "So what is that?" And you're like, "Yeah, it's a phone." Still, I don't. Who is Sersha Ronan? Am I supposed to know who that is? Yeah, and then anyway, just so so anyway, to the sponsor. Thank you for sponsoring us. We want you back. Um. I don't. Maybe I can put more parental controls on Cameron's web searches. There are already controls in place, but I guess we can put more. Not on the search engine that I'm using. You have not heard it. You're too old. Just for us kids, no adults allowed. Is this the engine you have running out back? The because I have heard that one. Uh, But I. I said no adults allowed, so why you're not supposed to know about it? Well, it's it's a very loud machine. No, that's not fair. I said no adults allowed. Go away. Okay, we can we can go on to our, you know, the the next of these sponsors that, you know, once again we're just trying trying to win these guys back by giving a little free ad space and then hopefully hopefully coax them in. Ugh. All right, what what what's the sponsor? Toes. Just says toes. I, you might just be looking at your own toes because they're on your mind right now. No, no, no. It's an email here. Look at my phone. It's oh, okay. it's an email. It says sponsor toes. And look, there's the payment. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, thank you to our sponsor. So, well, I, let, let's let's you know pump it up a little. Toes are great. Um, yeah. No, I use them every day. Again. They they paid us and I don't know who this is but we do want them to be happy yeah you know a happy sponsor so toes you got ten of them um, maybe a couple more maybe a couple less yeah depending um, <clears throat> help you stand um, you can pick things up with them I can't obviously because of the yeah the odd shape and but but you're an exception like that generally most people can yeah yeah can manage I, and I understand that yeah, yeah. Um, animals have toes animals have toes it's super cute. Cats have, you know, little toes and stuff. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right. Thank you to our sponsor, t- Toes. <sighs> okay, so 
I I didn't even want to do to to cover this sponsor just because of j- just how much blowback we've had. I it's yeah. Well, I don't think either of us knew how powerful the tow lobby was. Um, first of all, there's a finger lobby. Didn't know that either. Did, I didn't know there was a tow lobby. I didn't know any of this. Um, so so there is a movement apparently. And we don't we we pointedly avoid getting into politics, but the tow movement. I don't know if you've heard of all the the, the rioting, the fires, the looting. It's all highly associated with the tow movement, and it's sort of these. Uh, I don't I don't know how you call it except for mm-hmm. maybe like tow and, enthusiasts. And they're they're violently um, enthusiastic you know, about toes. You know, people think that they might be protesting something or or something like that. No, it's just they're so excited about it that it, they kind of go out of control. Some of them, you, and you'll you can see you can't tell all of them. You, like at a glance, you can't necessarily tell who they, well, that they are toe enthusiasts. But some of them will be holding a severed toe. This is rare, but I've I've seen it. There's a video footage of one. Uh, I think you just look up toe enthusiast um, severed on on YouTube, whatever. And you know, there, there's a point. Oh uh, no, I'm not, I'm looking now. You're gonna have to be more specific because there's so many of these videos. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of even. Well, I mean, the one I'm thinking of, it had uh, an Instagram model, and she okay. like she was going on about why she loves toes and it and to clarify this isn't like a fetish thing this isn't people who you know are are kind of turned on by toes or any of that these are no no, this is a pull these are just people who are think toes are really valuable which we all do yeah oh i love them yeah toes are great maybe but maybe to somewhat of an extreme degree yeah well the amount of people talk about you know this uh, just the numbers from this, the the pandemic and everything else, and how you know, just it's it's very sad how how many passed away. But like the amount of violent toe enthusiast related assaults, and it hasn't abated with any of the the the, the events of the last year. It has been steady. And uh, once again, we didn't know this when we ran the ad. We had no. We idea. didn't know this, but we do. I mean, we do want to apologize. Yes, yes, I am so um, sorry. Both to our listeners mm-hmm. um, and also to the tow lobby, because uh, ultimately we do want them as a sponsor again. Yeah, and that's and that's the frustrating part is that we are we are walking a line here where we say it's irresponsible to be supporting such a um, such a movement that has such just very strong ties to extremism um we we don't want that but we also want the sponsor we like we want to generate revenue we need the sponsorship yeah we, yeah, we, we the need money. the money from the, the money would be from, really helpful. i need the money from the sponsorship and i love toes like not again not in a fetish way but just in a and not not to help to stand not up. in a and not in a violent or weird yeah, not way. a toe enthusiast way no but no, I, I, like I said in that sponsorship, and I meant it, by the way, I do use my toes every day. 
Like that's it's a part of me. Yeah, and I think that's that's pretty dang cool. And I'm sorry if that upsets some people. And, and it will. And I I I recognize that there's no way to just to to, to say this and sound unbiased and sound like, you know, politically unaffiliated and religiously unaffiliated. Like I know, I recognize that there, there are existing uh, norms and trends, but just as I'm, I'm trying to, to make the point clear on my part that I don't, you know, I, I I value inclusivity. I, I recognize the validity of people regardless of the toe. I, you know, maybe we maybe we should move on from there. I, I feel like we've covered it. Yeah, we got to stop talking about the toe. Cameron, do we have a sponsor today? That is right, Dr. London. I actually am very, very excited about this sponsor. I, I'm always excited about our sponsors, of course. But this, I mean, this is incredible technology. Are, are you excited to hear about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, we're always trying to be on sort of the cutting edge, you know, both with our medical knowledge, but also with... Uh, yeah, any sort of technological front, especially with telemedicine. Well, this not a that. telemedicine company, though maybe this could be something that you could use to, I don't know, impress some of your patients. This is actually a clothing company that we're working with. And this they've invented something here, which is incredible, which I'm sure you've seen people who have um, you know, kind of T-shirts and they might have like sort of different light-up displays on them, or you've seen like uh, maybe a holographic-looking kind of image on the shirt. This company, they've been able to put full, I mean, full huge GIFs, moving images on T-shirts. Isn't that, I mean, that's amazing, right? Oh, wow. Like a, I, so like a yeah, short I mean, video. I would assume, like, uh, what's, your, what's your favorite GIF, Dr. Leonard? Is there a GIF that you see on the internet every once in a while? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's from like an infomercial, a guy who's holding a bunch of stuff and then he trips oh, and yeah, I know drops exactly everything. Yeah, you could put that on a shirt or I have one where a guy, he's like eating something and then he gives a thumbs up. I think that one's hilarious. And uh, You've got mail. Oh, wait, hold on. I just got an email from the company. They, they said... Okay. They're still working on the feature to have custom gifts like that but currently you can choose from the gifts that they self-select okay okay that's cool so for right now you can't you can't upload your own gifts but the company i'm i'm sure has like some awesome uh little you know looping funny images and 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 different animations and who knows who maybe spongebob is on there i i don't know who knows that you've got mail okay it says no spongebob no spider-man no no characters of any kind. Well, that's specific, but like, so like the one I mentioned might have. Yeah, or maybe uh, is it a are gift they listening of in like on giving us? A th- maybe it's just a gift someone giving a thumbs up or, or, or smiling. You've got mail. Oh, wait, hold on. No, I got another email that says no, nothing like that. Actually, we've only so been no- able to get one gift to work so far, and it's of a rat giving birth. Uh, okay, so. Really, it's not so much a like a GIF shirt as it is a GIF of a rat giving birth shirt. Yeah, I get it's well. I mean, it is a GIF shirt. It's just the only GIF that can exist yeah. on it. Is You've got mail. One oh, he sent it over. Oh man, that yeah, is gross. Oh, that's 
Yeah, there's a lot of blood for one thing, and it mixed with the. So I guess I mean we, Doctor Lin, we cannot lose this sponsor. We we can't be like grossed out or rude about it. Yeah, you were telling me like this is our best sponsor so far, just in terms of communication and how sort of excited both parties were to to have them on the podcast in an email rather than like a like a series of toilet paper rolls is huge Mm -hmm. that's brand new for well for you uh so okay so listeners if you want a cool piece of technology and you want to you know wear to school or you know you know where to your job or dr london where to your hospital or whatever if you want to wear a cool moving shirt that. of uh a rat giving live birth um well i guess mostly live birth i don't that one's not moving God. oh uh, man okay and also if you want to wear a shirt what's with, the name rat giving birth and maybe having like a partial miscarriage then you just want to contact our sponsor dead shirt.com okay so so they bought the appropriate url yeah, it sounds, well no this the weird thing is is that it's called dead rat shirt and this is the opposite of death it's them giving life i guess it's ironic in well, that way it's it's not the complete opposite yeah, because it's, it's all of, mixed in there isn't it of what's being birthed i mean i guess that's kind of beautiful uh, it's this... like a, it's life and death sort of you know yin and yang kind of all tangled in there i i guess there's there's some poetry in there, think, I'm sure. I don't but even this think sounds... the gif has looped once. It's just been playing this whole time for like ten minutes. I feel like if they can fit this yeah. on a shirt, they should be able to fit the guy giving a thumbs up or whatever, right? I would think so. I you know I don't. I've been critical of sponsors before, the and then we lose. Them. I don't know the tech. I, 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 I well, well anyway, uh yeah dead deadratshirts.com. Um just go there, get your shirt. And um, wear it to school. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, just for the listeners, because I'm not positive about the situation. But so the shirt came over on a person. Like someone's wearing it and it looks blocky. And I'm wondering if it's like if there's just a screen cut out. Anyway. Oh, you think the person that they came over to demo it just had, like, a TV under the shirt? I, like, because it, it looks like sort of a Teletubby attempt. Like, that style of having a belly. Yeah. But, like, it looks really boxy. Yeah. It looks messed up, is what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And that's, and no offense to you, sir. That We're just describing the, the product, which I guess, as you present it. All right, thanks. Okay, so, anyway, I guess... But um, we don't want to lose our sponsors. So, no, this is, if this is the sort of apparel that you prefer to wear, then sure, our listeners, uh, what, what was the name of that website again? It's deadratshirt.com. Use the promo code, the, the rat is giving birth. All right, so um, f- first off, uh, that, that, that was actually, I really like that sponsor. Um. As we said in the ad, it you know they were they were great. They communicated well. Uh, I actually yeah I don't know why the sponsor dropped us. No one's told me what did I do did I, what did I do wrong, Doctor London? Because I like them too. See, here's the thing: the sponsor 
Do you remember Jeff? How the the guy who the demo guy who was showing it? Yeah, I remember to us. Jeff. I invited Jeff to my wedding for God's I know, sake. I know. But th- then you had a you had a falling out, if I remember right. Because he ruined your wedding, and that's why you're not married, right? Yes. Yeah, we had a bit of a falling out. And, you know, he was saying that the best popsicle flavor is cherry, and I was saying that's ridiculous. That just tastes like medicine. It's got to be grape. And then, but then, of course, my wife-to-be agreed with him. And this is during the best man speech. Well, I mean, this started before the ceremony and went all the way to the uh, best man speech, which usually happens at the reception after the ceremony. Yeah, but, well, you had an unconventional wedding. Yeah, it was on a, it was on a, uh, like a, an aircraft carrier. Yeah. So it was super unconventional. Yeah. Yeah, on like a Tuesday Tuesday afternoon. But as I remember, it was at 8 a.m. And so it was. Yeah, but that's afternoon somewhere. Right. So. Yeah, so anyway, we're all on this aircraft carrier. Jeff is there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and co- of course the pressure's on because, well, as I recall, the reason you said why he needed to do his speech early was because you needed, like, someone to kind of copy a little bit for your vows. Yeah. Like, you, you just needed some speech material. Well, and I needed someone so. to drive the aircraft carrier. Right. And so I was thinking... You assumed I was thinking he he, if he could do the speech now then during the reception afterwards we could make sure someone's manning the aircraft carrier so it's not just like left alone this is a big boat yeah i mean those things are gigantic i was very surprised that you you know got permission that you got an aircraft carrier yeah and that they just gave us the keys and they said you know make sure someone is is driving this thing yeah because they were actually pretty the admiral was very emphatic that he was unwilling and he sounded scared he's he said unwilling to leave any of his personnel on board i you know Um, i don't think i think that guy like has never actually captained a ship i think it was i thought it was like the whole time it was maybe like a fraud thing like he was pretending to be a like a captain guy you know what i mean yeah, well, so what I thought was that maybe the ship was haunted, and I don't know if that's because I'm something of a medium now, but he... That might be it. I just know I asked him, just because I was trying to mm-hmm. test him, I asked him, like, what's a sail? And all he did was go, sail! Like yeah. the song. Well, is that not the answer? He went, sail! Is that the wrong answer? <laughs> I guess it's not a wrong answer, but it's definitely not the answer I was looking for. Well, and okay, it was another strange part was that that aircraft carrier did have sails, so which normally mm-hmm. these you know the, these giant ships uh, do not they like they're they're powered by engines, not yeah. Well, th- but this was a green yeah aircraft very, carrier, very climate friendly. So anyway, um, so so Jeff uh the the demo model i i just so do i so okay but okay so because basically he stole my wife that's why we lost them as a sponsor what am i supposed to do about that i i'm and it's honestly i feel bad having to say it like you know on the podcast or whatever but like eventually 
You will have to move on. You mean I'm going to finally have to move off of the aircraft carrier because I haven't left since... No, well, I mean... That that fateful day? No, like, yeah, you're going to have to... You're going to have to... I mean, there, there are some... There were smaller boats on the right. Like, there's a way for you to get off, right? Uh, I I haven't checked. Don't know. I know you've been caught up with, you know, uh, driving around and trying to make big waves with it. Um, you know, c- catching people in your wake and yeah, whatever. But... Well, and all the the news. Yeah, I've been reading the news, so I've been busy with that too. Yeah, yeah. So. But but regarding Jeff, I'm not. He and I still keep in touch. He and I are great. He's he'll he'll tell me pretty specifically his problems with you, um, and then you can. Well, you why does he tell... still have problems with me? I didn't do anything. He showed up well, to my wedding, made a thing. huge deal about the popsicle thing out of nowhere, stole my fiance, and then ripped the sponsor out okay. from under me. Well, she, I, it's I, his fiance now. Um. Yeah. Well, okay. Sorry. His wife. His wife. Now. He he stole my fiance and made her his, his wife. wife. Yeah. So what what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to apologize for that? Yes. So so they'll Facetime me sometimes. Uh-huh. And like, what does he have to talk about? He has to he has stuff to complain about. Admittedly, it's more. It seems like she's kind of feeding him stuff. Like he okay. doesn't seem to want to there to be a problem, but she. She keeps like, like you can hear it on the video yeah. call. She's like, behind every like. yeah, because behind every everything a man is saying is a woman being a huge bitch. Yeah, well, because he keeps emphasizing. I grant it once again. I don't know because because if he's holding back business, then surely she can't control all of that. I don't know. I, maybe, and I once again, can't, I don't want to be. It's weird to do this on the podcast, but. You know, maybe consider that she wasn't the best choice for you. Well, then who was Dr. London? I, I don't know if you found her yet, you know? Um, in any case, Jeff seems super happy with the, the arrangement, honestly. Like, Jeff is doing great. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess as long as he's happy, right? Like, I yeah, I went to their wedding. It was so fun. Oh, man. Uh, Oh, and you you were there, right? They they hired you to uh to to be well, what they they to serve, to be the footstool for them. Yeah, I was the the stool boy, which is a new wedding tradition, and I kind of like it. It seems well, kind of funny. It's and one trendy. of those traditions. It's one you know. It's kind of like um, a few years ago when when saying that you know throwing shade kind of kind of came around but that's really like an old-timey term that just made its way back it's sort of the same thing this is actually a tradition from thousands of years ago that sort of uh popped back wow. up and become kind of well, trendy lately and you got to be a part is to of take that. the you take the ex fiance of a person who's been engaged twice and um you have to be like their their footstool and yeah so what a privilege for you to be a part of that wow yeah uh, it was great and um um you know it's just an honor to be part of the wedding party yeah and they well to to be technically like geographically you were there yes you were part in the sense of 
being there, but like you were kicked a lot and stepped on and that was mostly your role. And then if you tried to respond or say like, stop it, you know, they would inform you that no, that that goes against tradition. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's my fault for not knowing tradition. Yeah. That was a stupid little footstool who never got anything right. Yeah. Well, okay, you're quoting directly from your lines. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So so our next clip, we actually that that's all the sponsors that we really that we had to to try to get back. There might have been some other one. I think there was maybe one other sponsor this year, but that that company was destroyed. Uh, so so we did want to cover. Um, you know, we've been doing all these chores. We we started this chore wheel uh, over the summer, and since we started doing that, you know, we we've had the mayor reach out to us. We've had uh, different like the the city, the government. We've we've had all these different um, you know independent charities reach out. We've been getting a lot of stuff done. I'm proud of it, honestly, Doctor London. But but sometimes we you know whenever we try to do one of these well we call them chores really sometimes they are just straight up charity work uh one of the ones that we did i think will require commentary now just to put in the right context for the world that has aged since since that was released if that makes sense so um so anyway without further ado here is the uh the, the chore wheel um, where we where we did a movie review. Um, we the all of us here today. I I don't even have to ask. I assume that we've all seen the movie that every single person in the world is talking about. Yeah, Splinter's Choice. Splinter's Choice. And every single person is screaming about how genius this movie is and how how the cinematography is so magical and so fluid and how Bronte Chaucer's was the greatest actor in the world and was. he should win. Well, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on. And that uh, that everything about it is genius. And you know what? Frankly, I have to agree. <laughs> Sponsor's Choice, it's an incredible film. I mean, everything about it mesmerized me. I mean, the part where the mountain actually was a hole and everyone was just looking at it upside down, and then once they realized it, it caused them to fall, and then Splanter said, huh? That part cracked me up, but then also made me think. I thought about that for days. (sighs) Yeah, no, no, that's a good take. That's a good take, Cameron. Um, And it's well thought out. But I guess if you're looking at movies with a critical eye, which is kind of just how I view oh everything. Oh boy, here we go again. Yeah, so Splinter's Choice. Maybe not the movie for everyone, is, is what I thought. So Splinter... Yeah, it's not for pretentious doctors, is that what you're about to say? I, look, I don't mean to, to have these opinions, it's just when I watched it, I thought what I thought. So the main character, Splinter... Uh, first of all, not this actor's best work. Uh, oh yeah, then what is? T- then tell me what is. What has he done better? Uh, what has Bronchuk Chonkerson's done better? Transtonia. You remember Transtonia? Okay. okay, that's fair. Yeah. That was from a different time, before we had 4D screenings. But sure. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I'll agree 
that that movie definitely trans Tony. I mean, I have to respect. I have to respect it for at least putting. I mean, floppy flopsters on the map. Yeah. So, so anyway, so in Splinter's Choice, the issue that I had with there came a point in the movie, and I don't want to spoil anything, but Splinter did have to make that choice. And, and it was tough. Yeah, Man, but it was tough. The fact that a full 10 minutes of the movie, full 10 minutes was just him reading a book on the subject to make sure he made the right choice. And just, it was multiple camera angles of just that's switching. Called char- that's called character development. Are you kidding me? How are you going to establish that he's making the choice that's actually informed if you don't spend time establishing that? I mean... most movies will do a a montage but there was also no music there was nothing it was just splinter reading book and i'm sorry you know what instead of a soundtrack it was just the sounds of a baby crying which i thought was genius how subversive and and crazy is that yeah which no mention of children in the movie besides that sound like there's no reference implied that they're off screen dr london Okay, so sorry, uh, Doctor Boudreau. Um, well, this is this is this is Dino go to brunch all over again, and you just you hated Dino go to brunch because yeah. you said there wasn't enough brunch, and you said it was too late in the day for brunch. That's right, which is insane. You know that brunch can go to four p.m. Lots of restaurants offer it till four p.m. Not in the country that it was. Oh my god! I'll maintain that. Not all in right, that doc, country. I, I can't listen to this. Doctor Boudreau, can I please hear hear your thoughts on this film? Um. Well. The movie, I I wish you would have known how much I, I don't enjoy dramas uh, before you asked me to watch this movie. I mean, sure, sure, uh, there was that moment with Splanter and, uh, you know, the pie, and that was great. Uh, but Bronte Chaucer's is absolutely uh, no Will Ferrell. Nope. I mean, uh, the, whole, the whole movie, I'm waiting for Frank to, the Tank to show up. And instead, um, the mountain's a hole, and uh, you know, we're reading for ten minutes, and it you know for t- for ten minutes without a laugh, that is, uh, you know, the um, what is that? The laugh to cry um, ratio. Yeah, Whew, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But I will say, it was beautiful. That cinematography was breathtaking. And, uh, you know, I mean, if we go to Joseph Campbell, we take a look at the hero with the thousand faces. You got it with Splanter. His choice was an epic choice. And major ramifications. The mountains, a whole. That was a twist I didn't expect to see. And um, the pie. I t- you tell me you laughed at the pie, right? I laughed at the pie. We all laughed. I mean, I mean I'm on. a human. Who laughs? And Lenny sometimes Bruce who? Un- don't, Check out don't, the pie in Splinter's Choice. Don't besmirch the name of America's greatest comedian. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. That's okay. Um, but, I mean, I was happy that I branched out and saw something that wasn't the three movies that I've watched pretty much every day for the last uh, five years. So that was nice. So thank you, gentlemen, for uh, you know teaching this old dog a new trick. Okay, all right, there wow. it is. Yeah, the trick being to to watch a watch movie something outside of different. Your yeah, yeah, usual watch genre. 
yeah, my my genre of comedy, <laughs> great comedy films, the Lenny Bruce. <laughs> Yeah, the Lenny Bruce stand-up special. <laughs> Lenny yeah. Bruce stand-up. But here's my here's here it is. This is the Trinity of comedy to me. The Lenny Bruce stand-up special. Muppets take Manhattan. Old school. And old school. Okay. Wow. So that's that's done then. We we finished that chore for for this week at least. All right. So yeah. So that was that was the 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 movie review which. Um, yeah, Splinter's Choice uh, is nominated for ugh, how many awards? Um, it, uh, I mean, I think every category. I think every category, yeah. Uh, but then, you know. Even and for foreign short. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which uh, it only, it, it only, well, it won it, but like on a technicality because it it shouldn't have it didn't technically meet the parameters but the, but they you know the filmmakers really pushed for it yeah. it was i mean you you our listeners would have would have read about it in the news but um when they petitioned congress so the the problem turned out to be that the actor who played splanter in splanter's choice did some things and i you know, to 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 treat a a movie review like a light thing normally is fine, but there there was just too much with this. You know, it's it's like when any actor gets canceled. Uh, Bronte John Sersons, um Go ahead. I I can't. I don't want to. Like I I have difficulty comprehending what he did. Honestly. So, you want me to? Yeah, if you would, I just. Okay. I mean, um. So, uh, I mean, I mean, what's the point of even talking about when everyone knows he stole the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, and that divided it up. He divided it up and mm-hmm. uh, gave it to the least free countries by capita. Wow. Um. And, and he live he live streamed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Part of me wants to think that he didn't recognize the the importance of the statue, or the statement that he was inherently no, making. You're just, no, you're just giving him a you're giving him an out. Yeah. Well, I, well. So that is what I thought until he went on to numerous talk shows and said. I have your freedom now and it belongs to the unfree. And that's not some courteous thing. That's not me saying, I'm still quoting him here. That's not me saying that I want them to have freedom. That is me saying your freedom is gone. This is how I cage it. And then he end quote. I pointed to a pic of Nick Cage just as a, I guess a joke. I guess he thought that would lighten the mood a bit from a. Which it did. Yeah. People laughed. A lot of people laughed and, but that only made it more uncomfortable after the laughter stopped. Yeah. After like 45 minutes when, when they finally stopped laughing at, because it was, it was just a very well-timed joke, which once again, you're, you're, you're so, I, 
I, I don't want to. You're mad because you recognize this actor is so so talented, and then they just throw away the Statue of Liberty. Yep. And it. And we've all we especially I mean Doctor London as as our profiles have risen mm-hmm. recently. Uh, you know. There is sort of a temptation as a celebrity. You have access to things that, you know, a normal person isn't going to have access to. Yeah, and, and I want to say right now, you know, as you and I rise, well, me more than you, as we rise up with the popularity of this podcast, um, I'm not going to give in to all that. I'm not going to give in to all the celebrity stuff. That's I never would, exp- that would be shocking if you did. I would, I would, could not even anticipate such a thing. Yeah, you're, it's just- you're a professional. Yeah, and my focus is on medicine. It's it's the it's the life saving work. And uh, Annie, and, and I I want to make it clear now, you know, just just to dispel any any other thought, uh, it, it takes my full concentration to do what I do. I I I couldn't, you know, go and hang out with all these whatever celebrities like i'm i'm so focused on right if you were partying with all the celebs and the movie stars and pop stars and and you know the dust twins and all these people then you you wouldn't have time to really focus on medicine no. you're not that kind of and guy then, and this that's why you're you, that's why there should be more famous people like you dr london who are humble and stay out of that hollywood lifestyle yeah i, I don't want to you know claim anything or push myself up to be something i'm not, but like I'm just I'm just a person trying to make their way through life, and in any case, so so I just you know just to say you know I'm we don't want to be like a Bronte Johnson type, I guess. Just because we have access to these new fancy mm-hmm. helicopters that can grab giant statues doesn't mean that we're headed to Brazil. To steal that giant Jesus no, statue. These, okay? these helicopters are standard issue. Like th- this is just what you can get. Like th- it's not. This is. Yeah. It's not anything special at all. It's just we have the same helicopters that any one of our stature is going to have. Yeah, and. And the. Uh, we're, we make we're going to make that pledge to you, our audience today. Yes. That we will not be stealing the Mona Lisa or the Eiffel Tower or any of these no. these Leaning famous Tower monuments of Pisa. No, also no, we're not going to touch no. it. What? Why? And I do want to clarify on the helicopter thing. We would have had to pay more to make it unable to lift statues. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you would have to really significantly. You'd have to have a mechanic crawl in there and power it down. It's like how sometimes the like getting a car mm-hmm. can also, you know, the ability to run over people is built into the car. There's nothing you can do about that. I did, well, but that's not why you're buying it. You're buying it because you're trying to go to the grocery store. That's why you buy the car. Yeah, or a tank or whatever you're But buying, the function yeah. of being able to run over people is is built in unfortunately mm-hmm. i wish it wasn't but there's nothing you can do about it and it would cost more to to try to undo yeah. that yeah so anyway just just our promise to you as a podcast to our listeners you know uh, just only because you know this actor displayed such such irresponsible behavior with his platform and 
um, we, we just want to distinguish ourselves from that and say, you know, we won't give in the celebrity status stuff. We we're just focused on you, the listener. And that's right. Anything else will be. Uh, and I'll, I'll say it now. It, if I did anything else, it would be a distraction and it would be an unethical distraction. I you could try me by an ethical committee and they would find issue with that. Like legally as well. So anyway, um, so that, uh, I guess that finishes up kind of all we were going to do. You know, we're in this, we're in this holiday season, but we wanted to squeeze in this chance to just, uh, you know, reach out to these sponsors and follow up with this, uh, this one chore wheel. We, we've heard back from a lot of these chore wheels and maybe we'll start to bring those out a little bit more, uh, where we, you know, there's, there's just follow up that, that we could do because there were so many um where where the various mayors and uh continental congresses where they've all thanked us or things have gotten worse anyway a number of things but in any case we we're we're finished with this one i think cameron i think we're we're good we we got everything we need so i mean you're not gonna fire me right i still have a job uh, that's something that i can't what 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 makes you ask that i guess would be the well this whole session was chastising me for losing sponsors and and not being able to predict a man being canceled so i'm just wondering am i i mean am i am i am i okay well and no no i know that i said that you you have to to let your wife go you have to move on mhm but if you can somehow work that relationship into us having that sponsor back i th- that that would you, you, do you see what i'm getting at here like just just i got to i got to get the sponsor back or i'm going to lose my job yes and you already have an in it, it's not even you know it's not even guesswork it's like you already you're already familiar uh I, and i want to i'm pretty hands off you know you take care of the sponsor stuff i'm i'll hang out with jeff but, uh, and, and his lovely wife, uh, your ex-fiance, but, you know, I don't want to be more involved than that, you know, just social. Yeah. More involved than, I mean, planning their wedding. Yeah. Yeah. No more than, which, yeah. which is what you had, yeah. what you had done. Which everyone had told me that that would be very stressful, but I, I think it just depends on the couple. Oh, was it easy? It was just really easy to do. Well, whenever a couple has a strong enough bond. Right. It just makes it so easy. Yeah. Like, I, and I, like, I don't even think it was my, you know, my planning skills, but like, they, they just made it work so well. And they looked so great at the wedding. It was. Yeah. You can tell when they're happy. It just makes you happier too with your, and it makes the job easier. It's not even a job at that point. Right. That's absolutely right. It was so. So, I mean, you yeah. you saw the picture. I know you couldn't see from where you were um, laying down. Under after them. they'd put me in the coat closet yeah. after they were done using me as a footstool. Yeah. Yeah. I know you couldn't see it from there, but like gorgeous wedding. The reception. Oh. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Yeah. Oh, they, they allowed you to see pictures. They told me they wouldn't let you see pictures. Uh, I, I, it sounded beautiful. It just it sounded really beautiful. Yeah, through the through the coats and shoes. 
the cleats that they kept putting on you stepping on anyway um yeah so i guess to answer your question you know do your job uh find some sponsors find let's find some better guests this next year maybe okay and um, we're gonna find i'll find i'm gonna find you like clinical scientist types and uh, this i'm gonna i'm gonna guarantee that by this time next year on this podcast, we will have revealed the 10 secrets of the medical world. Okay. But, but like, also just get the good guests and also, you know, like, good sponsors that will stay with us and don't threaten or hurt them or, you know, have well, them. Well, I mean, how else am I going to get the secrets out of them if... There's not going to be any threatening going on. Okay. We can talk about all this. Yeah. We'll figure this yeah, out later. I think we're about done. Okay. So anyway, um, to our listeners, happy new year and uh, hope you um, uh, hope you don't get canceled, I guess. Is that the, is that what we're? Don't get canceled. Don't get pranceled. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Uh, my name is Dr. London Smith.com. Uh, thank you to Digital in the House. Dude, that's why there should be more famous people like you, Doctor, who are humble and stay out of that Hollywood lifestyle. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. uncomfortably crowded. You murmur apologies as you shift position slightly, but it does nothing to alleviate your discomfort, and the faces around you almost appear more stern in response, if that were possible. Tough crowd! You almost chuckle to yourself before you regain composure. (sighs) Time passes, and you grow increasingly frustrated with the the claustrophobia, so you start to try to make room by pushing out from your elbows. But as soon as that pressure releases, the the gap is filled once again. That's it. You've had enough. You push your way through the throng to the door, bodies shoved aside by the bulk of it, and breathe in a breath of fresh air. One thing is slowly becoming clear. Your stuffed animals are becoming more of a nuisance than a comforting presence at this point. 
Speaking of a comforting presence, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast, in which you share about your unbearably polite encounters with your stuffed animal collection. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Doc podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>